0: Oh, here we are again. Living life, living living la vida loca,
1: corona free still. Just
0: well, you don't know that.
1: Oh, shut up! You might be asymptomatic. How do you I'm know? Still... Oh, Emma yeah, has been fucking asymptomatic. Oh, has she? Yeah, she got tested the other day. She's had it, she's had it, and she's been in this house. Oh, my god. <laughs> We've got the plethros and the anti backs all over the place. Dig just it on all. My hands,
0: Dig it all. And put just, it in yeah, it. Yeah, just, just fucking <laughs> club the back of her head in with a spade. Get all their passwords first. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are on the new Heartless Bastards podcast where we <laughs> kill old people. Um. 2004, oh very quickly um, I would imagine you watched the charity shield I didn't, I was working uh, uh, I saw it, yeah I don't think I missed much uh,
1: Well it was okay it was end to end
0: Why um, we suddenly started losing games?
1: We, we... Um, Well towards the end of the season there was I don't know we didn't need to win, did we? I think we obviously dropped off. I think that was inevitable. that was going to happen. We'd won the league, mm. when it was decided to carry on the league and let it go let it pan out. We didn't have to win every game. So I think obviously the foot went off the pedal. The friendlies, the friendlies aren't we? Is it easy to, to the get foot
0: the foot right? back on the pedal?
1: Well. That's a common feeling. isn't it? Once you you start taking your foot off the pedal, it's harder to get motivated to start up again. Because
0: Pep doesn't take that foot off the pedal. He's losing games because Man City need to rebuild. But when they've won the league in the past, they carry on crushing teams left, right and centre.
1: Yeah.
0: And now Evening. Arsenal have got this for oh he's won two trophies in a month. That's only because of COVID bell end. But like he's a big fucking hurrah. Arsenal are going to finish uh, in ninth this season. I'm saying it ninth. Arsenal. <laughs> I
1: think I Liverpool.
0: It. I think Liverpool. Right, let's let's dead quick. Let's just do a quick prediction. I think Liverpool. I, mean,
1: I think Chelsea are going to win the league next, next season. I think Chelsea. I like the players they've bought.
0: Yeah, but you still only got Frank Lampard as the manager.
1: Yeah, he's
0: still a brand new manager.
1: I don't, yeah, he's a good
0: manager. Though. He's a good young manager for me. Oh, he, he is. Done. He is. But the the egos, the the players that he signed, you know, are they going to take direction off a young fella? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think they could but lose. I, like it. I, I, Chelsea aren't evil anymore. They, they don't offend me anymore. I like Frank, and I like the the way Chelsea are playing football at the moment. I like his attitude. Well,
1: I've gone full circle with Man United and Man City. Man City never offended me.
0: I'm the same. <laughs> big gob
1: full big of co-
0: comments. No, <laughs> big gob full of tea.
1: Man, yeah. Um, Man United. They never bothered me. You know, they did everything right. They never went out and bought the league. They promoted from the youth. Um, I didn't particularly like... They,
0: the did, buy, no. they did buy um, players. They did bring record-breaking signings in.
1: But... Yeah, but, yeah, but they didn't rebuild the whole team. Did they? they were bringing one or two in like Liverpool used to do. Hmm. used to make one or two marquee signs. Um, I've, got
0: a, I've got a deep respect for Man United and what Ferguson achieved.
1: Yeah, you can't not um, underestimate, not underestimate, you can't put on a back burner. What the fuck? Man United the shit. There's so many Liverpool fans who just can't see past it's Man United and they won't give them any respect at all.
0: Yeah,
1: I respect them for what they've achieved. I'm uh, foremost a football fan and what they've achieved, even though they took over us, it took a long time for them to take over us and they've only just took over us
0: they're finished They are finished. Man United will never be the same again. It takes years and years. It takes 30 years almost. They went 20 they've odd just, years. They just made another sign.
1: That, that's Van de Beek. That Dutch lad, haven't they? That midfielder. Just force mm. him today. That Bruno Fernandes. He's a, he's, he's a good player.
0: Oh, he's I amazing. I think
1: that. I think that... Uh, I think the top five team the
0: chance for the title I think this this year is going to be more open than it has been for the last two or three years, definitely. I think man City are in a, a weird state of flux. Um, I hope to God to get messy because he will destroy that team. His ego walks in with his management team dictating don't fucking start there's players the likes of Jesus and um, De Bruyne they're going to be going what? he's on what? we want that we want that and there's no fans in the stadiums do you know what I mean? I
1: think I've said it to you before the agents now or the agents for years when teams have bought their star player they've said okay he's got to be the star player in this team for the for the Duration of his contract, he's got to be the highest earner of this club. Mm-hmm. So then if another boss player comes in two years later, who's on 50 grand higher than what he is, he's got to be brought up to the level. So you can't tell me Man City hasn't got Man City hasn't got five or six of them players mm-hmm. where if Messi comes in a million pound a week or whatever, then they've all got to go up to that level as well. Yeah, them. If they get Messi... Two seasons, they'll be fucking going back down to the championship.
0: We haven't even, <laughs> they can't even sell the stadium out when we haven't got COVID. They're trying to expand the stadium. Who for? Are you going to take all our Norwegian fans, are you? No. Dear deal, Jay. We're losing Wijnaldum. He's agreed terms with Barcelona. Have you heard that?
1: Yeah, I mean, no bad will towards the lad. He's, whenever he's come on the pitch, he's given he 100%. I would have preferred to keep him. I've always rated him. Yeah. I've always rated him But obviously, for whatever reason, Klopp doesn't um, see him as essential. Well, he, he seems to always of... be going out and buying midfielders.
0: I don't know if there's a contract on the table from Liverpool, but he's down to his last year of his contract.
1: Yeah. But I mean, you look at all the, the players Klopp's been buying recently and it's been midfielders on it so he's got to feel his place is his time there numbered he's got one big move left and I mean to go to barcelona maybe he's always dreamed to play at a barcelona and it's a childhood dream come true for him it's a bit of a strange one because he's leaving a team at the pinnacle to go to a team who is basically rebuilding a whole new squad
0: yeah but kevin keegan did that didn't he I know it's different but different football now, but you know, we left European Champions He's... and went to uh, Hamburg. Hamburg,
1: yeah. <laughs> nah, no bad will to
0: It's amazing. Our, a uh, for him. From what I've read, he didn't have a particularly good game at the Charity Shield. And um, he put a tweet out saying, you know, we'll go again and all that. We'll kick on, we'll go again. And, yeah. and the fans, the, well, the Audi fans... These so-called supporters were just ripping the shit out of them. Yeah. I'm on
1: the social media, Facebook fan pages. I'm on the Liverpool fan pages. And some of the comments they come out with, you do feel like what you've just said. Are you really a fan or are you like an Everton or a Man United fan just on this page to cause trouble?
0: I wish they were more passionate going after Boris Johnson and Dominic Cummings. (laughs) Fucking go after them. Bellens. And
1: they're all after FS3, get FS3 else. Oh, yeah, I mean, we've got a fucking lovely stadium. we are buying all these marquee players.
0: We're not in we've debt. We've just won
1: the league after 30 years. No debts. World we'll
0: champions.
1: Let's get, let's get, let's get Hicks back. Let's, uh, yeah, let's, get, let's a get a billionaire the
0: nonsense.
1: Oh,
0: the ghost of Jimmy Savile's just bought Liverpool FC. Ho-ho! Oh, no, that's Tarby. Shit. <laughs> I'm not implying Tarby's done any nonsense. Because I don't think he... Yeah. Oh, Tarby's not a fiddler. He's a Tory, he's not a fiddler. So, 2004-2005 season. 11th is December, Liverpool travel to Everton. Uh, Stephen Bennett is the referee. 40,552 turn up to watch. Um, The Liverpool team is Caitlin Jossamy, Uh, remember him? Uh Risa, Hipia Carriger, uh, Salif Diaw, uh, Gerard, Haman, Kehl, Neil Meller, Pongoli, um, Everton is Martin, Pistoni, We Stubbs, Hibbert, Kilban, Carsley, Gravison, Osman, Cahill Hill and Bent. Remember they had Marcus Bent? You forget about that, don't you? Yeah. Um, Ferguson, come on for Bent. Yobo, come on for Gravison. Watson, come on for Osman. Um, Nunes, come on for Haman. Traore, come on for Pongo. And Alonso, come on for Diaw. And the score, I haven't seen this game, but I will. But uh,
1: Okay. One
0: of one of the few Everton victories that we have talked about in recent uh, podcast episodes. Lee Carsley, 68 yeah. minute winner. Have you seen him?
1: Yes. Oh, I have. So it's on the. Yeah. And this was um, the 200th derby. Oh, okay. This
0: was the number 200 in
1: derbies. Um, yeah. As you say, good. Did uh, Everton release a DVD yeah. for it? Yeah. We beat them red noses. <laughs> well, I mean, we've got Benitez now, haven't we? Benitez joined this season. Um, yeah. He had just won the UEFA Cup with Valencia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jose Mourinho also joined Chelsea after winning the Champions League with Porto. Oh, wow. And the rivalry was born. And the rivalry was born, uh, as you say, it's the first time since ninety six, ninety seven, Everton finished above Liverpool in the league. And they've only done it twice since, I believe. 2011, 12, 12, 13.
0: I have this got... I've got a, a manager uh, story. story. So oh, go ahead. I was waiting in first class on the trains at when we sacked... Um, Gerard Ullier. Yeah. Yeah. And there was, at the time, there was a lot of chatter that Dal Gleish was coming back. Let's get Kenny back. Let's get Kenny back. And it was on the day that he'd got sacked and Dal Gleish was on one of our trains going to London. And I got to save him. Scrambled Egg and salmon. he had, I'll never (laughs) forget. I've still got the plate. All
1: all the footballers had that. Every (laughs) footballer I've saved on that train, going from Liverpool to London, I've all had scrambled egg and salmon.
0: Um, and so I, I was very professional. I just saved them, didn't, you know, lose my shit. But... babes are right,
1: not listening. Can say
0: what you want. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't, genuinely. But when we were at the door, when we get to Euston and we're saying off on farewells to the, the, the first-class customers, um, Kenny Dalgliesh is standing behind me and we're, we're dropping into Euston. So I just turned. Oh, done a double take, Kenny Douglas, yeah. and I went, um, "Are you going at him? Um, you getting the manager's job this time, Kenny?" And he went, "You haven't fucking asked me yet, like that." <laughs> went, yeah. And he was going down to a book sign, and apparently, and five minutes after we'd got into Houston, and he'd gone, he would come running back, and he'd left his suitcase or his bag in on the train. Yeah,
1: yeah. You then, you were going through it. Yeah, I was reading his new book. <laughs> mm. And um, what I love about your stories about Scottish people is they all sound like they all I clean. Aye, they haven't fucking asked me yet,
0: son. So yeah, and then a few days later, Benitez, and we all were sort of scratching our head a little bit. Yeah,
1: well, remember the press conference with um, Hulier. He was having a press conference, and I think we just lost a, a game or a cup game or something. And um, his final comment was like, "What oh, was it? It was on that program the other day. Something like um, they wanted they're talking about going back the way they did it in like the eighties and nineties or the seventies and 80s. He said, "If they do, that'll be without me," and he stood and walked out. Oh, mm, I need to. Was can... That was one of the of the last. Have you seen that program on the the nice?
0: Well, she's taped it for yeah. me. I Everyone's commented, said how good at
1: mm. was it is. Oh, it was really good, yeah. I, really enjoyed it.
0: I will watch. I might stay up tonight and have a watch.
1: Um so uh, have transfers, obviously, Julien brought in a lot, a lot of Frenchies. Uh, we've now got a Rafa, and he is Spanish, and he likes to bring the Spanish. Oh, is he Welsh? Sound Welsh. He sounded Welsh, didn't he? Uh, so in came the Spanish Armada. Uh Zabi Alonso, Louis Garcia, Fernande, uh, Morientez,
0: Now the um, Hosomi transfer, doesn't we well, didn't we get in because it, Michael Owen went the other way?
1: No. Was it uh, Nunes?
0: Oh was that Nunes, was it? Okay, yeah, go Nunes, on. Nunes,
1: yeah. It was eight million plus Nunes. Uh, eight million so, so Nunes must have been worth about twenty five million there was <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rafa also brought in another Frenchman the lord of the manor of Rodson himself Gibriel Cisse I
0: need to good scout him
1: good scout yeah did good scout lad he is um, moved on was Babel Murphy, Honcho and like I say Michael Owen left to Real Madrid and Antonio Nunes came back as part of the deal I'll put it here as well. This season is probably most known for the season that Chelsea bought the title. Ooh, little dagger in the gut. <laughs> the of, I mean, Brambridge basically said to Mourinho, yeah, it is my book. Go buy whoever you want.
0: This, this wasn't their first title, though, was it? Their first Premier League. Hadn't he won it with other managers? Or, or was this From Chelsea?
1: It? Mm. mm not remember. it.
0: No, I know it was. They were all Abramovich that's won, won the league and all that, but was the Mourinho one the first time they'd won the league? Mm, I or don't think.
1: Colin so. will be screaming. Yeah. Well, he came second the season before. No, I don't know. Arsenal. No, I think this was the first one. Oh, is it? In recent times. I might be reading <laughs> wrong. Um. But yeah, he wants players he bought, so I just rattled off a few. Um, he paid paid approximately 95 million this season, which doesn't sound a lot in today's terms. Hello, (laughs) Kerry, you
0: look so old.
1: Go off, (laughs) Kerry. Thanks very much. Yeah, it's all right. Oh, god, nothing special.
0: Not many birthdays left in you now, son.
1: Ow. oh Shut up, you <laughs> 49's the new 29. <laughs> uh, oh, I haven't seen Kenny for ages. She's a little shit. <laughs> uh, right, so many yeah, so 95 million wasn't doesn't sound a lot in today's terms, but back then was huge. Mm-hmm. So out, he just basically, it's like the Brownford said just get rid of the players you don't want, just get them off the wage bill, loan them out, just give them away on free, get, get them out, get shut. Don't wait for another team to offer money, get rid of them. So out went 14 players. Wow. Winston Bogart, uh, Juan Sebastian Veron, Marseille Desai, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, Michael Forsell, Emmanuel Petit, Hernando Crespo. No, to name a few, like, um, they only made money from one player, Jasper Gronkar, to Birmingham for 2.2 million.
0: That was them, everyone,
1: them, everyone else was just
0: let go. Them, San them, released players They they'd have walked into any other team in the
1: country. Yeah. Well, obviously, Mourinho didn't want him. so rather than waiting for players, their teams to come in for them, it was just. Get out. Well, I'm, I'm wiping the slate cream clean and starting again. I'm wiping the slate cream. I'm wiping the queen. I'm, ru- I'm wiping the queen. <laughs> um, so in came Petacek, Paolo Ferreira, Aaron Robin, Kesman, Drogma, Thiago, Cavallio, and um, all them sorts of players. Um, so yeah, in my eyes, they bought that league. Bought it. I'm sure Chelsea fans will disagree.
0: Fuck off Chelsea FC. You ain't got no history. Uh,
1: Everton bolstered their attack with the signings of Marcus Bent, Tim Cahill and James Beattie. James Beatty.
0: I've always liked James Beatty. He's a good little striker. Good they man.
1: also organised a little five-month loan deal for Mikel Arteta, who obviously stayed on after the loan deal.
0: Hmm.
1: Out went David Unsworth, Thomas Rosinski, Scott Gemmell, and once a blue, always a blue. Rooney went to Man United, mm. 27 million. Boom. Uh, Thomas Gravison went to Real Madrid, and Kevin Campbell went on a free in the Christmas window. So then, yeah, we have the two hundred derby, which you've mentioned. Yeah. Have you got your music sorted for when that game was?
0: Oh, yeah. Fucking dog mm. shit. So the number one at the time... Was do they know it's Christmas? Which mm, I love the song because it's all in our DNA. Um, Band Aid twenty. So well, you
1: got so angry over it? I'm not putting this in the list. I'm not putting <sighs> this on the the track listing. Well, it was the song of the time. It's got to go in.
0: No, I know that. I know that. But it's a fucking Christmas song. You can do it. Ice Cube featuring Mac Ten. You know. That- <sighs> Which is number two, uh, Lose My Breath, Destiny's Child. I'll Stand By You, Girls Aloud. Mm, fuck off. Um, <laughs> Boulevard of Broken Dreams, number five, Green oh, Day. I, have, yeah. I would have let you add that one. I Do you know what I mean? But yeah, fair enough. It's in the playlist. So the playlist is now what? a Christmas playlist.
1: No, because it relates to the time. I mean, of course it does. It was the 11th of December. Yeah, so obviously yeah. we're going to have Christmas oh, tunes. So that is not Cliff.
0: Now, the album at the time. Um, I haven't had a chance to listen to it and I don't think I want to but it was How to Dismantle the Atomic Bomb who's sung who's done that album on
1: Extreme Preachers it? Really.
0: no you 2
1: oh U2 yeah.
0: yeah not a fan no I, 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 we all know the 80s hits yeah
1: they've got the, the, the uber classics the unforgettable fire songs that sort of thing Um yeah. I my favourite um YouTube album was Rattle and Hub, Mm. that was because Angel Harlan was on it, and that was one of my favourite songs of all time.
0: Um, Encore by Eminem was number three, dropped down from number two, that's a cracking album. Um, Robbie Williams' Greatest Hits was number two, up from three. Again, I like Robbie Williams, don't have a problem with him. Um, so there's the music. So, going on to the next match. yeah, Liverpool versus Everton, 20th of March 2005. So at this match, do the double. We have been knocked out of the FA Cup by a triori own goal. Mm. And we are starting to uh, doubt you know that we're the greatest team the world has ever seen. Um Rob Styles is the referee, forty four thousand two hundred and twenty-four. Liverpool team Dudek mm. Finan Risa
1: mm.
0: Pellegrino Carraghe mm.
1: Ka- <laughs>
0: mm. Steve, Steve Warnock uh, Gerard, Haman mm. Baras Garcia Orientes mm. mm. Nunes Nunez come on for Warnock Biscan still there come on for Haman and Meet come on for Morientes. Um, the Everton team, Martin Pistoni, Weir Stubbs, Hibbert, Caban, Yobo, Carsley, Osman, Cahill, and Bent. Beatty come on for Yobo, Ferguson come on for Bent, and Watson come on for Pistoni. I get the feeling now Ferguson isn't relevant anymore. Uh, he's just um, a- I think
1: whereas he was our uh, bogey player, like, oh, what's the word? He always fucking did the business, he was. It's now Kale. Cahill's took over the mantle. Tim Cahill always was a fucking nuisance for us.
0: No, so it was Liverpool 2, Everton 1. Have you seen this game? No. If it, I suspect both of these are on YouTube, so they'll both be in the show notes. Um, but Liverpool 2, Everton 1, as I said. Gerrard, 27 minutes. Garcia, 32 minutes. And have you seen Garcia And now as an old man, like still yeah. old, an old man, younger than us, he is absolutely gorgeous,
1: isn't he? Yeah, oh. changed well. Oh, mate, it's like yeah, it's like the George Clooney of the football world.
0: Not like the all the other ex-pros you all get beer guts like Robbie Fowler, big little fat Toby. Fucking <laughs> hell, mate! Garcia's is gorgeous. Uh, Tim kale scores in the 82nd minute consolation goal. Um, as you've said, Everton finished the season above us. Um, I've got the league table here. They get 61 points to our 58. Um, Chelsea lose one game, 95 points. Arsenal, mm-hmm. 83 points. You know, Back then, 95 points is a lot of points. Now it's the no. Yeah.
1: But like you've said at the start there, this season now coming up, mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be you could say in previous years if you lose one or two games that's you you've lost the title now I think every team's going to lose at least five or six games this season I think so I think so. everyone's strengthened I think everyone's strengthened no one's had the proper rest that they need yeah. gap in between the pre-season and all that I think there's going to be a lot of injuries going to be yeah. a lot of yeah I think five or six it's going to be a low scoring league this thing
0: it's going to be a strange. I mean, the talking of two and a half thousand being allowed back into the the stadiums at some point, and not at all stadiums because of the local restrictions. Um, I mean, it's better than nothing. Do you know what I mean? But it's going to be interesting, very interesting. Um, the number one is an absolute banger, Tony Christie. Yes. Featuring Peter Cade. is this the way to
1: Amarillo?
0: The funniest. Now, what, mate, that song go, go on, go on,
1: go on? You're gonna say the same.
0: You're gonna say the same. Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> and, oh, I mean, oh Ronnie. You watch the making of where they're talking about it. I mean, he's a good sport, but the way yeah. he goes down, and when you see it in slow motion, oh, how he didn't break anything because yeah. he was he was a little old man at that point.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it was a proper fall. Properly, properly himself. But Peter Kay said, "We just had to keep it in." It was yeah.
0: hilarious, and you can see them all laughing around the um, the TV screen, watching it back, including Ronnie Corbett. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but, yeah, Um, and the album, which I think you've probably had and listened to and loved, um, language, yeah, sex, violence, to to other to to Stereophonics I just don't do it. Um, I'll give it a listen. out you know, I've I've listened to some of your shit in the last few months, so I'll I'll have a fucking
1: listen. To be, to be fair, it's not the best album. I mean, they've only had, they only had one hit on that album, I think. That, was that the that was that the album with Dakota on it?
0: I don't know. Yeah, um, think the, Tony Christie, the definitive collection was number two, obviously bolstered by his number one single. Mm. God love him. I think he is. He still alive? I don't know. I will say yes. Alexa, how old is Tony Christie? Tony oh, Christie is
1: seventy-seven years old. He was born. on bless him!
0: Oh, thanks. Isn't that amazing? Like seventy-seven year olds. now. Na- oh, 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 all right. Oh, I feel really special now. <laughs> Um seventy seven and basically it's the end of the end of the World War Two, isn't it? It's weird. Do
1: you know what I mean? Uh, Incidentally Chelsea this is the first season Chelsea won the Prem. Is it? Doing it this and next year. And then obviously two thousand nine. Bastards. Right. Oh yeah, they bought the title. Bastards.
0: Go ahead then. Crack on with all your magic.
1: Oh, well, it's... right. The Brits, 2005. This is the 25th anniversary, hosted by Chris Evans. The Ginger Carrot Top. Ginger. Best single from the past 25 years. It was a special award, obviously, because it was the 25th anniversary. went to... any ideas? The best song in the past 25 years.
0: Oh, Candle in the
1: Wind. No. Your favorite, you you cracked it out on holiday. Angels? Angels, Robbie Williams. Wow. Uh, Best male solo artist was The Streets. Mm. It was a single fellow, but he just called himself The Streets rather than, oh, what's his name? Mark Skinner, I think. Mark Skinner came into my head. Uh, Female solo artist was Josh Stone. The single of the year was Your Game. By Will Young.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Album of the year was Keen, Hopes and Fears. Keen also won the Best Newcomer. And the Outstanding Contribution Award went to Sir Bob Geldof and the Bastard. And the reason why my musical hero killed himself fucking Scruffy Tramp. Michael Hutchins being a bastard, not letting fucking Paula have the kids. Anyway, that's another story. (laughs) BBC Sports Personality of the Year this year went to Freddie Flintoff. Um, Ellen MacArthur came second, Stevie G came third. Team of the Year was the Ashes winning England cricket team. Coach of the Year was Jose Marino for spending the most money. (laughs)
0: It's not bitter at all.
1: And Pele won the Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, the UK box office, top five movies in the UK. Number five was Wallace and Gramma, Gromit, Curse of the Weir Rabbit. What? Um, I There's another poor year for films. Number four, Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe.
0: Hmm.
1: Number three, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The updated version, of I do
0: one. like it. I do like it. In a perverse sort of way.
1: Mm, I wanted to like it because I love Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. But I just, he just wasn't Gene Wilder. <laughs>
0: he should be, really.
1: As a, as a little
0: extra. Maybe he was, I don't know.
1: Uh, maybe. Number two, up. Star Wars 3, Revenge of the Sith. And number one... Common theme over the past few years, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire.
0: Mm, that's interesting. I would have thought Star Wars was the top trump to Harry Potter.
1: Um, maybe it was release dates. I mean, if Harry Potter was also a bit longer. Uh, UK TV this year, Mark Berry, better known as Bez from the Happy Mondays, wins the third series of Celebrity Big Brother. I tapped out. Tapped out by then, I think. Yeah, famous for being a smackhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kenzie, a rapper. Never heard of him. A rapper, uh, how? Finished, finished second. Bridget Nielsen finished third. No. Oh, this was the year because um, she was married to Rocky. One, she no. and Jackie Stallone came in halfway through. The house. She's still alive. No, I don't know now, but in 2005 she was. Alexa, is Jackie Stallone still alive? Yeah, I'm Jackie. She was 98 years old. 98. Thank you. Others uh, well, Housemates were Jeremy Edwards from Hollyoaks, Model Caprice, DJ Lisa Leansom, John McCurick. He's dead now, isn't he, John McKirick, Didn't he die yeah. few years ago?
0: He's well dead. Uh, the Jermaine Greer,
1: Jackie Stallone, 98 years old. Um, yeah, 2005 February, the first series of The Apprentice was on BBC Two with Sir Alan Sugar. Ah. It was, it was a started in America, didn't it? With fucking Trumpy Mr. Trump.
0: Ah, okay,
1: um. EastEnders celebrates its 20th anniversary by airing a special episode where Dirty Den Watts is killed by his new wife, Chrissie, watched by 14.4 million viewers, uh, and is the highest rated programme of 2005, until three days later, when an episode of Coronation Streets takes the title. Oh! Boom! But I couldn't find out what that story was. A bit of Probably Ian e, Sharp was... I nonsense Don't fucking Ken, he's a character, isn't he? <laughs> uh, after nine years since the last series, Doctor Who returns for its 27th season. No way. So it's been off the air for nine years. Christopher Eccleston and the Billy Piper. Only days after the start, Christopher Eccleston announces that this will be his one and only season. Ken and Deirdre tie the knot in Coronation Street on the eve of... Oh, maybe this was a story. Yeah, Joining the dots here, I'm joining the dots. Oh, is she in prison? Ken and Deirdre tie the knot in Coronation Street on the eve of the wedding between Prince Charles and Camilla.
0: Oh.
1: The scene echoed their first marriage, which was aired two days before the Charles and Diana wedding in
0: 1981. Oh.
1: So yeah, that was probably why the um they beat the record of Eastenders. Uh, ITV launches well, bastards, bastards. Uh, ITV launches their attempt to rival the Channel 4's Big Brother with Love Island. It was a ratings flop back then, although now it's been huge. Now, innit? it?
0: Has it been cancelled though because of all the stuff going on with it?
1: Um. They had to be more caring, didn't they? Because didn't someone get dumped and hung himself or something?
0: Well, someone, a celeb, someone's hung themselves and then Catiline Flax done a, killed herself as well. She
1: was the host. Well, that wasn't because of that, though, was it? No, but... She was the host, but that was because... Yeah, no, it was because um, of other uh, stuff, but she yeah. was still on it. Well, she was the host. wasn't to do with the programme, was it? Hmm. Um June saw so the final episode of Doctor Who. Um, The parting of the ways where Eccleston regenerates into the new doctor, David Tennant. David Tennant. Possibly my favourite doctor. (gasps) It was always Tom Baker for me. Tom Baker was my doctor growing up, but David Tennant, I think, was my favourite doctor of all time.
0: Yeah, I think they've lost the way after Matt Smith a little bit. Um, I
1: like. I thought inch. when Matt Smith took over, I was like, "What the hell have they done? He is shit." But after two or three episodes, mm. he could possibly be second favorite doctor. Yeah, and then he was, he was really the
0: great. old man one we tapped out. Although oh yeah, he wasn't that bad. We watched a few episodes, but not series. And then we tried to get in. We watched the regeneration episode where he become a
1: lady. And I don't care if David he's a lady, David Williams. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, I, I never I stopped watching it with um, the old Scottish guy, I can't think what his name is, old Scottish doctor.
0: Um, but the lady one just although I want, I want it to work,
1: Jodie something in it, Jodie yeah.
0: someone, Jodie someone. Um, I just,
1: just can't get into it. I, I no, I mean. I'm not offended by it, I just haven't got around to watching an episode yet, for whatever reason. Mm.
0: Put it this way, if I was a man and I become a woman, I wouldn't leave the house for a week.
1: <laughs> what do you possibly mean? <laughs> In July this year, Richard Whiteley um, was the first, or oh, he was the first face ever seen on Channel 4, wasn't he? Yeah. When Channel 4 started, he was the first grid you saw. After 53 series of Countdown sadly passed away after heart surgery complications. Hmm. Des Lynam was announced as the new presenter two months later. Is he dead now? Now, Des is still going, isn't he? Is he? The Silver Fox.
0: Alexa. Is Des, how old is Des Lynam? <laughs> no, not Day Lynam. No,
1: Des Lynham. Doesn't matter. You've just said Des Lynham, you haven't told her why.
0: Alexa, how old is Des Lynham? Des Lynham is seventy seven years
1: old. Day Lynam. Des Lynham's alive, trust me. Um in July this year, Top of the Pops has moved from forty one years on the BBC to BBC Two, due to declining audience. Um, and October 2005 sees the return of Noel Edmonds to hosting with Deal or No Deal. Love Deal or No Deal, watch that religiously.
0: Oh, it is Des Lynam I'm
1: 77, yeah. There you go. Still going strong. Yeah. Um, Shane Ward wins The X Factor. Um, he didn't really have much of a music career, didn't he? He had more success on Coronation Street. TV legend Ronnie Barker passes away after heart failure, at age 76. Oh. He had heart problems but refused a heart valve replacement surgery. Decides to just go natural. Uh, Michael, Michael Grazier gains control of Man United after securing a 70% share, ending over 30 years of ownership by the Edwards family. Arsenal become the first team to win the FA Cup on penalties. They beat Man United after a 0-0 draw. Liverpool has voted... Liverpool. London has voted to host the 2012 Olympic Games. Would have been better than Liverpool. Oh, mate. Scouse Games. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, in November 2005 pubs in England and Wales are permitted to open for 24 hours yeah. and the rebranding of Safeway is completed in November this year after Morrisons took over oh. I didn't realize that didn't realize that Morrisons was the old Safeway's mm. uh, and the football world mourns George Best one of the greatest players ever to put a pair of boots on after multiple organ failure, after 30 years of being a drunk.
0: Fucking what a fucking drunk, though.
1: What a life. Um, obviously, we had the 2005 European Cup. Boom. Where Skimmed over that, didn't
0: we? Yeah, yeah, where were you? Well, I think it's flogged to death now. I think it's become... Um, I get why other fans fucking hate Liverpool fans because we fucking go on about it all the time. It was an amazing night. I get it. But it's history. Where were you? Wasn't
1: it? Yeah. I was watching it. How old was Matt then? Yeah,
0: he
1: was born in 2005.
0: All right, so he was a baby. So you woke the baby up? (laughs) I was, um, I was one. I was a trainee train driver. I snuck back to Liverpool for the night and I missed all three of our goals because yeah. it, the baby woke up, or I was outside, or I was walking up the stairs. Um, and then I stood outside for the penalties as well. So, yeah. but the next day, what was refreshing was, I mean, what was refreshing. On my driving course, there was two Man United fans. And this is, this is part of the reason why my stance has softened on the likes of United and that. Them two Liverpool, Man United fans wanted Liverpool to beat Juventus, wanted Liverpool to beat Chelsea, and wanted Liverpool to win the final. Yeah. And if it was the other way round, I would want Man United to crash and burn every time.
1: Yeah. Do
0: you know what I mean? So... There you go.
1: Yeah, so w- where do you stand on? People are saying best game ever for Liverpool. Was it this final or was it the beating of Barcelona 4 0 recently last season?
0: Um. Oh, a t- I mean, in, in our history, though, you've got so many amazing games. You've got the Set- Saint Etienne game. You've got.
1: For, I mean, th- I think the same for drama, for comeback. I mean, we're yeah. 3-0 down first leg against Barcelona. Even though it was a, an ageing side and they weren't the Barcelona that everyone remembers. Basically, they haven't, re- they haven't uh, recaptured the Xavi in, in the yesterdays of Barcelona, have they?
0: Um, I'd still say 2005, I'll be honest with you. And why I'll say that is because we didn't deserve to lose 3-0 in the first leg. We battered Barcelona. That night, mm. they they just Messi had two one wonderful free kick and another weird dodgy spawny goal, if I remember rightly. Um, yeah,
1: did it say come back off the post? Yeah, some,
0: something weird. Just, yeah, you know we battered them that day. We just didn't put the ball in the net. It was one of the most side one sided games. So we didn't. Desi- whereas the AC Milan final. We were down and out of three nil at half time. We were shit in that first half. Yeah. Do you remember Garcia going down? Um I think he, he was claiming a penalty and while he was kicking up and, and moaning, they went down the other end and just scored. I think they made it two nil. Um you know, or it was a handball or something in the penalty with the with the tackle or something. We mm. were just we were terrible.
1: Yeah, I think both both different games have got different highlights. I mean, obviously the, the actual ending of the Barcelona game with the corner where you think, okay, this comes, we've pull this back to extra time. Brilliance. And then the corner is like, you know, we've won it. Yeah.
0: I mean, Barcelona game was amazing, but yeah. we were always better than Barcelona. AC Milan then were phenomenal. They were a phenomenal team. And, we destroyed them in seven, a seven or eight minute blitz, bang, bang, yeah. bang, like that. And on the, de- you know, every I couldn't believe we sat back. We almost we did we were, we didn't try and carry on and win the game. We were I think we were in shock. Oh my god, it's three all. We've just done yes. it. We've, we've done it. And you know the the do deck double save in it like right at the last. Yes. that that
1: is. I mean, I still see that save there against Shevchenko, and I still see it, and I think, how the hell? His arm must have been made of steel. His arm must have been... Because the ball was blasted at his hand, and his hand didn't move, and the ball just shot up in the air.
0: I mean, and you look at the best keeper in the world, who we've got now, and he couldn't save one penalty the other day. You know, and he he was going the wrong way. Now... I don't know if that was gamesmanship by Arsenal because I believe all the kids took the penalties. So would he have done his own work against the kids or would he have done his own work and studied the penalties of the pros? I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know. So the answer to the question is, Meh. Nah, I don't know. Both, good, <laughs> both brilliant games in our history. Yeah. You, the music. Blow the whistle.